All right. Um, um, good thing I can edit these. <laughs> fuck yeah, we would be lost without editing. That's facts. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Hello, welcome to episode two of Silver Crow Podcast. Uh, first episode in over a year because um, someone had to move and then get a new computer. And then also, we just didn't do it for a while when we had every opportunity to. Just straight up didn't. Yeah. No good for, excuse for no, either. Really no good excuse. Um, not that it matters. Because we we don't have an audience yet anyway, so no one missed us. Yeah, no, no one. There was no one to miss us. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so episode two, finally, good to be doing something. Now, yeah. Topic is again exactly the same as episode one under different circumstances uh elden ring yeah this um you know this time we'll hopefully get to it a bit faster than last episode though yeah Yeah. we'll i think we'll actually start with it this time Uh, (laughs) um so it's actually it's come out now it came out a while ago quite a while ago actually um we've all had a good chance to play it and we should have made this episode a solid like five months ago oh at least at least minimum absolute minimum anyway um i haven't gotten to play it much i've only played uh like the beginning area uh i haven't really been able to do much else because i don't have the game uh what do you what do you have to say about it? What do you think? What do you think about it overall? So, I got it on like day one, and yeah, I've played a good a good portion of the game, and just it it exceeded all my expectations, like literally all of them. I oh oh uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> continue so it it exceeded all of my expectations the world building and just story was really good i was very excited about the changes to how magic actually works in the game they updated it made it new because otherwise more or less it plays like a dark souls game but new magic, new new weapons, it was just, I don't know, I loved it, and I can't say I was disappointed at all. I haven't beat it, though. I'm stuck on, I don't even remember his name. I'm stuck on some stupid boss, and I just haven't had the chance to devote any time into beating him. Uh, yeah, that's fair, honestly. Um. How how would you say the gameplay compares to the other Souls-like games, uh, including Bloodborne in this? Because I know you've also played that. Neither of us have played Sekiro, so can't really comment on that. But in comparison to Bloodborne, 
the Dark Souls series, Demon Souls, how how does it play? Um, it's a lot more responsive than Dark Souls one and two, obviously, because you know it's newer. And Dark Souls one has always had like a really special place in my heart because it's the first. I think other than Bloodborne, it's the first Souls game I ever played. And it Elden Ring takes what was good about all the things of Dark Souls, adds a bunch more, and makes it just better overall. They improved on... Like, the magic is a great example. It was kind of clunky and slow in the other Souls games, and... It's been revamped, and they did that with a bunch of stuff. Movement, dodges, enemy AI is much better. You can't just circle around every enemy and backstab them until they're dead. But it plays decently similar to like Dark Souls 1 through 3. But uh, Bloodborne is still way faster, just like... I don't know, you can pretty much compare it to the other Souls games. It's faster and combat is more... I forgot the word I was going to use. Engaging? Yes, engaging. But, yeah, it's. I love it. it. It completes what... Like the open world and just... Again, the anime AI, AI is great compared to the other two. I'm running out of headspace here. Run, run out of things <laughs> to say. I am. Um, I really am. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Um, I mean, I haven't played it much, so I can't really comment on if I agree or not. But from what little I have played, just... Um, like the beginning tutorial area and then a little bit of like the first area that you're put into in the game. Uh, it does definitely feel as though the combat, like uh, like you said, is a little more engaging. Uh, you can't just... Because um, in, in a lot of the other Souls games, you could kind of find just something that works with almost everyone and every enemy. And it almost universally worked all the time. Yeah, another thing about Elden Ring is the enemy pool is much bigger. So finding like a universal strategy is pretty much impossible. I have I'm no expert, but with what I have played is it does force you to come up with different strategies for different enemies that aren't just bosses. Which is nice. Uh, that's really good for more engagement in the gameplay because uh, so many games have such a big issue with repeating the same basic enemies over and over and over again and making their gameplay really repetitive. Uh, so it's nice that like it has so much variety in the enemies that you regularly meet that uh, you can't really find the universal technique for them because there is just so many. And I'll use, um, I'm going to use God of War 2018 as an example here because I've played through that game uh, the full way. In uh, God of War 2018, so many, and this was a really big criticism of it, and I think with Ragnarok they did listen to it 
Um, but it was so repetitive with the enemies. You encountered the exact same enemies, like basically one for one over and over and over again. You encountered the exact same mini boss over and over and over again. And it got extremely repetitive. There wasn't a lot of like variation. You know, you didn't have to come up with new tactics to defeat this new type of enemy because at some point there were no new types outside of specific bosses. So it just got so it honestly got kind of boring going through the world fighting these enemies because it's the exact same thing over and over and over again. Nothing's changing. There's nothing new. I'm not having to think I can just press all the same buttons. Blah, 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 whatever. Um, The story is the whole reason that I played God of War. And in that aspect, it's incredible. It's an amazing game. And uh, as much as it did sound like I was kind of shitting on it pretty hardcore just a second ago, uh, I do love it. But that is a big problem. I think that's been one of the really big criticisms of um, the Callisto Protocol. That recent game that came out is that... Yeah, I've I've seen those same criticisms, and um, I would I would like to play it for myself just to see you know my personal opinion. But I am I am seeing that as a trend with it, unfortunately, because it looks really cool. Yeah, I watched some gameplay. I watched um, I, I think it was Pyrocynical made a video on it. I watched through the full thing, and it was it was like. I can see where that criticism's coming from a hundred percent because it had this exact same like kind of mini boss throughout the entire game. There wasn't much variation in the enemies at all. Um, the final boss also definitely sucked. I think if I'm being honest, I can't say for certain because I haven't played the game myself. But looking at gameplay, we're completely getting off topic here. Looking at gameplay, <laughs> um, the Callisto Protocol, I think they, I think they kind of dropped the ball with it. I think they had something kind of interesting, very clearly Dead Space inspired. Yeah, um, like heavy Dead Space influence, uh, which Dead Space is is a pretty good series. Uh, it's not my favorite. But it has a, it has good qualities. I know why they're why, like I understand why it has such a devout fan base, um, and I think that just from the footage I have seen of the game, Callisto Protocol just doesn't hold up very well, especially when you're gonna go into it comparing it directly to Dead Space. Um, which is very unfortunate for any game because that inherently just makes it harder for the game to hold up to uh, any kind of criticisms because everything's going to be compared to the very clear influence, the very clear inspiration, right? So it just makes it a lot harder for a game to stand on its own when a lot of its personality is brought over from B like hey we are majorly influenced by this big series you know hey we're we're a game that's a lot like this big series come check us out and then when it's just not as good that's inherently going to make the criticisms of it a lot harsher 
Yeah, which I mean, again, it's really unfortunate because I do like. I I haven't beat any of the Dead Space games, but I've played through a good portion of two, and you can definitely see the influence. And it really is always kind of sad to watch a game like that get the treatment it's getting. Even if it's valid, it's still kind of sad to see. Yeah, it it always just sucks to see because it's it's a really unfair just kind of situation to be in as a game developer. Um, but I mean, I still get it though. Like I still understand the criticisms because it, they did kind of play into, Hey, we're a game that's a lot like dead space. Uh, that like, that was a big part of the draw and they played into that. So I understand those criticisms because it definitely like i don't even need to play it to know that it is definitely not dead space um and it's just all of its aspects just fall short when you're trying to compare it to such a big and well-renowned well-renowned series like dead space it just doesn't hold up which i feel like can change with you know, some updates, some patches, stuff like that. But if I'm being honest, from the footage that I've seen, and again, want to make it very clear that I can't say definitively just because I haven't played the game myself. From what I've seen, I think it's just flawed at a fundamental level that it's never going to be able to be held in the same regard as Dead Space. Yes, I totally agree. Um, I don't think I have much more to add to that. Yeah, me either. I think that's kind of... We got completely off topic. This started about Elden Ring. <laughs> and How did and we get we, here? <laughs> we, we were talking about Elden Ring, then we talked about like repetition in enemies, and then I mentioned that that's been a criticism of the Callisto Protocol. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Anyway, so, uh, um, is there anything else about Elden Ring that we want to cover? Um, not that I can really think of. I oh, think it has a kind of, it has a DLC coming out soon, which I'm excited for, but that's not really, I don't have, like, I haven't looked into it enough to have, like, a opinion on the DLC that I've seen or anything. So, yeah, I think we're, mm. I think that's it. Yeah, all right. Um, all we got to say on Elden Ring. I am, right now, because I think this is a good thing for us to talk about um, regarding uh, these big names like Elden Ring and God of War, um, the Game of the Year awards. Yeah, Um uh, I'm currently pulling up the website, so let's go. Uh, firstly, what game? I, I'm pretty sure I already know what you're gonna say, but what game do you think should win Game of the Year? In my personal opinion, I would like Elden Ring to win Game of the Year. <laughs> That's fair. Um, like, I, of the nominees, like the games that are up on the podium or whatever, I think a lot of them are really good, 
but I just don't think that it is, how do I say this? I ain't feeling all of them as hard as I'm feeling Elden Ring. That's fair. I, um, uh, so there are currently, uh, five options right now. Elden Ring. God of War Ragnarok. Sonic Frontiers. Stray. And Genshin Impact. I did not expect Genshin Impact to go, like, be completely honest. Uh, yeah, it's kind of wild, and a lot of people are, a lot of people are feeling like it's, it's not fair that it's even an option. Oh, why? Because it didn't, it didn't come out this year. It, oh yeah, that's right. It's been out for... It came out um, 2020. That's it's been out for quite some time. Yeah. So there are a lot of people who are saying that it shouldn't even be a possible, like it shouldn't even be an option because it came out. It came out two years ago. It didn't even come out this year. I personally, I, I personally voted. Um, it was a hard decision. I personally voted God of War Ragnarok. Um, but I honestly would not be I would not be upset about Elden Ring winning. I think it would deserve to win game of the year. Yeah, I am um, I personally haven't voted yet, but I'm going to vote for Elden Ring. But I'm in the same boat. I would not be like upset or heartbroken if God of War Ragnarok won. Um and honestly, in my opinion, I don't see any of the others coming close. I yeah, me neither. I hold on. I'm trying to look through this because I I'm wanting to see because I think I actually think that because I'm looking through this right now, trying to make sure that I actually like, I actually know what's in every category. And I actually don't think Genshin Impact is up for game of the year. Really? So never mind on everything that I just said for the last like 10 minutes. Oh, well. Oh, well, you know. Um, I don't think it is either way. There are actually still people who do think that, um, Genshin impact shouldn't be anywhere on any of these because it didn't come out this year. Basically every other game, um, in every single category did come out this year. That's that kind of feels, uh, like um the best role playing game uh it has for options for best role playing game it has Elden Ring, 
live a live Pokemon Legends Arceus triangle strategy, which I've never heard of, um, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Triangle strategy? I have no idea what that is. I have not a clue what that is. Um, I've got to find it. Best fighting game. It has DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle Royale, The King of Fighters. uh, What the fuck? (laughs) That's a big number. Um, Multiverses and Sifu. Huh. And then um... Best Family Title. It has Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon 3. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure all these games came out in 2022. I think. I can't be certain on all of them. Because I just don't. I just don't know. I I don't know either. No idea. Head empty. Um, but let's just think about let's just talk about the the criticism of this game shouldn't be up for game of the year because it didn't come out this year. What do you what do you think about that as just a general criticism like period? I think I think that's completely valid. Um I can I mean I can see having it up here but also it didn't come out this year and this is like game of the year. It's mm-hmm. not I don't know. It just it doesn't fit to me in that aspect or really any of the other aspects. Oh dude, you can vote for um Vampire Survivors. Oh hell yeah. For best debut indie game. Hell yeah, I love Vampire Survivors so much. <laughs> I just voted for it for best debut indie. Stray's gonna win that category a hundred percent. Absolutely. Still without a without Ooh. a Here's one that's gonna have some competition. Best adaptation. Ooh. Between Arcane, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Ooh, the Cuphead Show. The Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie or the Uncharted movie. Oh, that is a fucking lineup. That's a that is a fucking lineup. I'm personally, I already know I'm voting Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Me too. Arcane but was great. Arcane, All the others Arcane were great. Was great. Um I didn't watch much of the Cuphead show, but it looked it looked decent. Um so, the the live action Sonic movies are actually not that bad. They're pretty They're good. I'm pretty good. Um I like and I them. did see the live action Uncharted and I don't think it was that bad. I think this is a pretty solid lineup and I think it's going to actually be a pretty decent competition. I um I love like I've seen most of these except the Cuphead show. I've seen all of them except the Cuphead show. Arcane was great. Uncharted was really good. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was actually also great. But none of them made me cry except Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Okay. That it's such a baller show. That's that's facts too. That's facts. Okay, this is another 
I think that this is um, this just made me think of an argument for the um, whole thing of no games outside of the current year. This is the category for best esports game. And I think that's one where you it's almost impossible to do has to have came out this year. Yeah, that it makes sense. I'm looking at it now and because I'm about to dude CSGO. That death that sure is shit didn't come out this year. I hope not. (laughs) Dota 2 League, Rocket League and Valorant. I'm voting CSGO because that's the one I play. I play none of them. Uh, uh, dude, I do not know any esports athletes. Me either. They all look. A I do goofy. not know any of them. Uh, so I'm not gonna vote on that. Um, I don't know any of the teams either, so I'm not gonna vote in there either. Uh, I don't know the coaches. I know nothing about esports. <laughs> I will vote on events. I will vote Evo. Anyway, so. But yeah, game of the year. I voted Ragnarok. Um, Best game direction. I think I'm, I. I voted Elden Ring just because I want to put in a vote for Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, For art, though, the options are Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Oh, oh boy. So here's the thing. I have seen a lot of criticisms about Scorn. Um, I've seen a lot of criticisms about its gameplay. But I, I do think it its art direction is not bad. However, I don't think it's particularly amazing, which is what a lot of people I've seen a lot of people say. I don't know if that's actually like the common held belief, but I don't think it's as good as people say. Um, then again, though, that is just on part of I don't know that much about the game. I have only seen some footage. So, I mean, I might just be missing out. You just missed out on the best opportunity of your life completely. They're going to wipe it off the face of the earth tomorrow. Uh, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. It came to me in a dream. I'm going to go Elden Ring for our direction, though. Oh, me too. Um, Because um, it's fucking amazing. Music? Com- music? Music. A Plague Tale Elden Ring. Or A Plague Tale Requiem, sorry. Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, or Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I don't remember any of the... I remember some of the soundtrack to Elden Ring. It wasn't my favorite part. But I've actually seen some of Metal Hellsinger, and it looks fucking amazing. And sounds fucking amazing, too. 
I have also seen some of it, and I do think it sounds. I do think it sounds the best because there's just so much of just so much of it with the other games is it's like they have good music, but it's not memorable in that it like it doesn't it doesn't stick with you. Yeah, like they have great soundtrack, but it just it's not something that you're like you're thinking about it and you're thinking about it. Right. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't get particularly stuck in your mind. That was the loudest fucking swallow I've ever heard. That wasn't a swallow. That was a hiccup that I tried to swallow. <laughs> that was fucking awful. You sound like you stepped on a frog. Dude, it was it felt horrible. Fucking A. Okay. Games for impact for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. I have never heard of any of these. Um Citizen Sleeper, I don't know much about it, but I've seen it and it looks pretty cool. All the rest of them, no, no idea. And literally never heard of them. Like, um, not even like I've seen it somewhere. I just don't, never heard of it. Yeah. Best ongoing. None um, of them. <laughs> Fortnite is kind of. I, as much as I, people hate as on it, as much as people do hate on it, and uh, honestly, as much as it's not for me, I do give props to that. Like, they have, they found what works, and it works becoming, really well, and it's not too bad. Yeah, and uh, just the amount of like collaborations they're getting. Doom Slayer's in it now. Yeah, uh, Deku's gonna be in it, which I did not fucking see coming. Honestly, sounds about right. Um, best indie game I personally have only played Cult of the Lamb Neon White looked fucking like so fun but I'm in love with Cult of the Lamb in the fact that it mixes like managing a settlement with roguelike which is my favorite type of game nice I, I played some of Cult of the Lamb I watched a full playthrough of Stray um, I have never heard of Tunic, and I have actually never heard of Neon White. You should but check it out because it's cool. One thing I did do is I have played through all of Sifu, and I loved it. Like, it was awesome. One of my favorite fighting games I've ever played. Uh, I think I'm going to go with it just because I have played through the whole thing, and I love it anyway. Um, but I will check out Neon White, and I am curious about Tunic because it that sh- it's Link as a fox. Like that's Link as yeah. a fox. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, on the Game Pass. I should get it. Best mobile game. I haven't played any of these, so I do not know. None of them. Probably best community support. Ooh, No Man's Sky 100% is winning that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no, no Man's Sky 100% no wins that for me. Um, uh, it's incredible to me how many people still like think that um, Hello Games just like took the money and ran and never worked on the game again. I 
I played it like a little bit after it came out and I occasionally play it still to this day and the amount of changes they have actually made is fucking remarkable. Oh my god, like it's insane how much they changed the game and it's incredible because the whole story of No Man's Sky's development and its progress is amazing. Um but it's surprising to me how many people still like don't know that they completely changed up the game and also that the condition of the game on release was not completely their fault. Yeah. Like it part of it was they were definitely overly ambitious. Um they're trying to put way too much in than they could handle. Um but it was not entirely their fault because one, of course, Sony had deadlines after they signed with them, right? You know, like it has to be out by a certain time. Um, two, the media just works in a way that is it's super sensationalized, right? It just overblows what um Sean said every single time uh, because there are times where Sean will just kind of say like, yeah, like, you know, we're kind of thinking about it and the whatever journal it is that's reporting on that will treat that as like definite confirmation. This is 100% going to be part of the game. Yeah. it, it That aspect of it really sucked, especially because like, if you watch interviews, like, Sean is so clearly a massive introvert. Like he's def he's so awkward. He's so awkward in every single interview that he's on. And you can tell. And a lot of people point to this as signs that he's lying. And I'm like, no, these are signs that he is extremely awkward. Like, he didn't like maliciously come out and lie to everybody. This dude just is really shit at talking. Yeah, it's I haven't actually seen any of the other interviews. I should watch some, but that sounds about right. It's just something that like I feel kind of bad. I feel bad for him. Uh I mean not as much anymore. This of course happened some time ago. Um but he was getting like so hard, like he was getting death threats. Yeah, that all the fucking times. Oh, which, that's I mean, sucks. That just happens. Unfortunately, people take this shit way too seriously. Um, but he was getting threats and shit like that uh, for just being socially awkward because uh, he never came out with like intention to like lie to everybody and maliciously manipulate because that's what people painted it out to be people painted it out as him being super malicious lying uh and like cash grabbing and then dipping out which is not what happened at all agreed uh, okay can, can you hear me yeah oh <laughs> Okay. I don't I don't personally have much to add to that cuz 
I wasn't, uh, again, I haven't seen any of the interviews and I wasn't all that invested when it was first coming out. Back then, yeah. I just, I didn't play as many games. My life, I had a better quality of life back then. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah, I was not. I played plenty of games. <laughs> and I kept up on all the like games, drama, and stuff like that. So I actually know about actually know about all that stuff part of it is also i'm not a super big like online internet drama person yeah real That's life fair. i'll eat that i'll eat it all up but not over like online <laughs> it just seems kind of pointless to me sometimes that's fair that's um i mean that's one primary reason that we don't i don't plan on us talking about it much on the podcast just because you're not as interested in it and so it's probably something i'm mostly going to keep to my my own channel. Um anyway, I think that's uh I think that's kind of all. Nice. We the see without the 30 minutes of us dicking around before we bullshit. get to the topic. Yeah, absolutely bullshit. We talked about grocery stores, dude. Dude, I last time. It was because okay, there was reason for that. It was because I worked at a grocery store at the time, and we I was still telling talk- stories. We still talked about a fucking grocery store. <laughs> I was telling stories about it. Stories are fun. We should we dedicate could, an episode to just stories. We could still talk about a grocery store. We could. You just stopped working at one. Oh my god, we totally fucking could. <laughs> Let's I can do that slander them online. We'll do that next episode, though. Uh, because I think uh, I think this is a decent length, and I don't think there's much more to talk about uh, relating to our topic. So, um, everyone listening, thank you for tuning in to episode two of the podcast. We'll be back soon we're gonna start doing this regularly for real this time actually it won't, it won't take over a year this time we promise I swear to god watch it take over a year <laughs> right, we fail school <laughs> <laughs> flunk out uh, <laughs> anyway uh thank you for watching um ah shit i need to link our patreon <laughs> oh no I forgot I made one. Um, it doesn't matter though. We don't have fans yet. So hell yeah! <laughs> thank you for I watching. Want... Um, please uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Follow, uh, subscribe to us both on YouTube. Follow us both on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the Silver Crow podcast on YouTube. Follow the Silver Crow podcast on Twitter, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Anything cool. to add? Um. Just this is just a really quick funny. I forgot I put warm water in my water bottle and I went to take a drink halfway through recording and I was expecting cold water and I almost spit water all over my fucking setup. That's all. Thank you all for listening.